And, and you get my point is, you get to pick who you want to marry. And as long as you love the Lord and they love the Lord and you're doing it, you know, God's way, you're not living and sleeping together, dating, relating and fornicating, then you get to pick who you marry. But then whomever you marry, you both got to work at it. I mean, two sinners getting married in a fallen world is going to take a little work to make it good. Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. Pastor Mark Triscoll here with my best friend and wife, Grace. We are doing a short series for the Real Marriage Podcast. Uh, answering your questions. So if you've got one, big yawn. They did see, they can't see you yawn. <laughs> We're tired. We're 50. Let me just tell you this. If you're under 50, you don't get more energy at 50. You can't see better. And the check engine light comes on. Welcome to 50. <laughs> so we are doing a short series of uh, answering your questions. If you've got one, send it in to hello at realfaith.com. This one is from Michael. Mm-hmm. The Archangel. <laughs> he says, I have an ama amazing marriage and I've married a beautiful, godly girl who loves Jesus and his church. They have a son together as well. And when he was dating her, he felt a lack of peace about it. And he couldn't, ex couldn't explain why. There was nothing apparent in his concern. And all his church and community and family and leadership were supportive. So he felt as if God was saying no. And he couldn't shake that. And felt like he was disobeying God. He didn't ever tell her about it, but he but now decided, he is on the Real Marriage Podcast. Now, yeah. yeah, he decided to push through it and marry her, and has been really blessed. And God's been kind, and they're great together. He says. Yet every now and then, that guilt reappears as if God is saying, "You still need to acknowledge and repent for disobeying me. My grace has made this work, but you still need to accept that you ignored the Holy Spirit." So he struggles with this guilt. He's wondering, does this sound like God? Is it the conviction of the Holy Spirit or accusation of the devil? Does the Holy Spirit speak through a lack of peace? What do you think? I was waiting for you to give me the answer. <laughs> Come on. Well, I think that what, what you have to do is test the Spirit. Okay, so you're quoting 1 John. You're going yes. right to the New Testament. <laughs> do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits. Yes. So I would ask that when that guilt comes, because guilt is generally from the enemy, conviction is from the spirit. Um, I would ask that guilt time in the midst of it, I would pray and ask if this voice or guilt feeling, is it from you, Lord, who had the son Jesus who died on the cross and rose from the dead or not? And the enemy will not answer because that is not the enemy. Um, but God will answer you and say yes or no. And I will just, I'll go even farther. I don't think God's talking to you. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound no, like it no, to me. No, no, no. I'm a father and, <laughs> and fathers don't talk to the kids they love like this. First of all, um, there is this weird notion of a soulmate, and that is that out there, there is one person. And it's this godless, heathen secular concept that comes from Greek mythology, where um, there's a soul that's torn in half, goes into two bodies, and then there's half of you that's out there and someone else. And when you get married, you're bringing the soul back together and you're the soulmate. All of it's just pagan Greek mythology. So this whole concept of the soulmate, it's garbage-tastic nonsense. <laughs> that's all that it is. And so it's it's not about marrying the one, it's about both of you being committed to being the one for the other. Yeah. Marriages work. I mean, 
at least it is for you. <laughs> you know, yeah. And, and, to me, it sounds like the enemy is trying to divide you from who God has brought into your life. Yeah. If if uh, and, and you get my point is you get to pick who you want to marry. Mm-hmm. And as long as you love the Lord and they love the Lord and you're doing it, you know, God's way, you're not living and sleeping together, dating, relating and fornicating, then you get to pick who you marry. Mm-hmm. But then whomever you marry, you both got to work at it. Yeah. I mean, two sinners getting married in a fallen world is going to take a little work to make it good. And it seems like you both love the Lord. You sought wise counsel. You tagged in your godly family and your church everybody gave the thumbs up. Mm -hmm. You have a great marriage. You love each other. You're happily married. God has given you a child and it's all thumbs up. And what I think is happening, I think is spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it says, Grace said it well, that there's a difference between guilt and conviction. Uh, Conviction is very specific. Guilt is very general. Conviction is to make changes in your life for the better. Guilt just sort of bogs you down and makes you stuck. Everything that God creates, Satan counterfeits. And so guilt is the counterfeit of conviction. And if the Lord um, really wanted to convict you, you've not committed any sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You it's a you, general guilt you feeling. You are a believer who married a believer that all the other believers said was, was a, a good, good idea. idea. Mm-hmm. You're leaving. You're living a godly life and raising a child in the faith. There's no. There's nothing. There's nothing sinful there. Mm-hmm. And so, why would God convict you of something that's not a sin? Correct. If He's allowing you to make a choice and you made a good choice, so it's one of three things. Either God is saying this to you, or you're just a very tender conscience, tender hearted, trying to always do the right thing, second guessing yourself mm-hmm. kind of person. And some people are that way. Yeah. They're, they're always, did I do the right thing? Did I say the right thing? They're, they're almost obsessive about doing it the right way. Um, I'm not that way. Um, you, you maybe are a little more that way, maybe. Um, but then the third variable is there is the demonic. Mm-hmm. And Satan didn't even show up until Adam and Eve were married. And the lie that he told Adam was, you married the wrong woman. And so God comes looking for Adam after sin occurs. And Adam basically says, well, the woman that you gave me, mm-hmm. what he's basically saying is, I think I married the wrong woman. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you get married and what you're thinking is, maybe I married the wrong woman, I'm telling you, that's exactly what happened in Genesis 3. Mm-hmm. And we know for a fact that Adam didn't marry the right, the wrong woman because <laughs> there was the only, only one woman. woman. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty simple. It's and like, that quickly they went to shame when he gave into that lie. And it's, they separated from one another yeah. and they hid from one another. Yep. And so whether you realize it or not, this is causing some shame mm-hmm. and some separation and some division in your marriage. Because if in the back of your mind, you're thinking, you know, I think I married the wrong person. Even if there's 1% of you that believes that, there's not 100% of you that's given to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's the enemy's way, enemy's way of trying to divide you. And now that you're married, you're, that, one. you're married. So now the enemy wants to divide you so that you get a divorce for a reason that you had a second guess on before, but then that would be sin to divorce because you have a godly wife that loves you and a child. <laughs> so if you think to the end of this, you you realize how it sounds and you need to pray against the enemy attacking your marriage. 
And you need to pray that your marriage would have unity and continue in godliness and that you would raise children that are godly. Instead of giving any ear to this lie, give prayer to what your marriage can and can be with the Lord. What I always say is people are married and then they often ask me like, how do you know you married the right one? If you (laughs) You married married them, (laughs) they're now the right one. That's right. You're now in covenant and, and God honors that. And you're right, honey. I think it is a lie. And it says in John eight that Satan is the father of lies. Mm -hmm. So God, the father wouldn't say this. I'm, I'm a dad. I mean, well, and you're saying in your question, it's as if God is saying, it's as if God is saying, you said that a couple times. So you're not totally believing it, but if he, if the enemy can get you to even slightly believe it, then he can win ground in your marriage. And the verse that comes to mind is Revelation 12, 10. It says mm. that Satan is the accuser of the children of God, that he accuses them day and night. Yep. And so what, what these are, these are accusations. This, these are not God-given convictions. These are demonic, satanic, uh, spiritual warfare accusations. And you oftentimes know that you're getting spiritual warfare when you hear in the second person, you. Mm-hmm. Um, Satan comes in Genesis 3 Uh, And he says, you, to Adam and Eve. In the Gospels, when Satan comes to the Lord Jesus, Matthew 4, Luke 4, after 40 days of fasting and praying in the wilderness, he says, if you are the Son of God. It's always the second person. You're not speaking to yourself if it's in the second person. So if you're hearing in the second person, you married the wrong person. You're not supposed to be with them. That's not God's soulmate for you. That you didn't do it God's way. You didn't obey the conviction of the Holy Spirit. If you're hearing it in the second person, it's either God or Satan. It's not you. So there's only three possibilities, you, God, or Satan. Mm -hmm. If it's second person, it's not you. So now it's God or Satan. And the question is, would this come from the father or the father of lies? Mm. Is this going to build or break my marriage? Mm. Is this going to cause us to have deeper intimacy or does it cause us to have some brokenness in our intimacy? And is this conviction from God or is this accusation Mm. from the enemy? And, and what I would just tell you is just hearing all of this, and even as we're having the conversation, I, I feel very inclined in the spirit just to call it and be the umpire, mm-hmm. put the striped shirt on and blow the whistle and say, mm-hmm. this is demonic spiritual warfare. Because yeah. if it was my daughter and her son-in-law was saying this, I would say, this is Satan. This is not God. This is not your father. This is the father of lies. Yeah. And it's the same lie that he told your first father. Mm-hmm. You married the wrong girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, but I would say, how often is it at some point in every marriage, <laughs> you wake up and wonder, did I marry the right mm-hmm. person? Yeah. That's something that constantly can constantly come, come on. No, don't go there. No, I'm saying <laughs> can constantly be in marriage. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm not good, talking good. about me. Oh God. I was, I was ready just to go home and it's a common, read lamentations. It's a common lie cry. that okay. can come into marriage because it's a way for the enemy to just get you to slightly think, could this be the wrong person? If he can get you to believe that, it leads to divorce. Well, then it can also lead to coveting. You start to think about, well, who should I have mm-hmm. married? And then you yep. start thinking about someone else and yep. what might that be like? And and now all of a sudden, you know, you're down the rabbit hole of just total destruction yep. in your relationship. Yep. Yeah, I would rebuke the lie. Yeah. And so just, and what I would say is you didn't tell your spouse this. And if you haven't, 
I wouldn't. I would say it's a demonic lie that you heard, and you don't need to take that lie and put it on your spouse. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have told your spouse, hey, I think I married the wrong person. Oh, good night. Mm -hmm. um, well, first of all, punch yourself in the head and then go talk to your spouse and say, I'm sorry, I heard a demonic lie and I passed it on to you and I would want to get that out of your marriage yeah. and relationship. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't speak that kind of curse over your spouse and yeah, over your covenant. Absolutely. Well, that was fun. <laughs> but let's just be honest. At some point, every person who's married wonders, did I make a mistake? Mm -hmm. yeah. And the truth is, um, if at any point we stop working on the marriage, um, that's the mistake, yeah. that every marriage is some work. Absolutely. Especially if you're married to Pastor Mark. So why don't, you, <laughs> why don't you pray for uh, the couples that are listening and any of them who may have been receiving uh, demonic spiritual warfare accusations. Maybe they're hearing, mm -hmm. you marry the wrong person. You didn't obey God. You're not blessed. Um, you're not... Um, you're not, you're not walking in the will of God. You're not submitting to the Holy Spirit. Some of you are hearing demonic accusation and condemnation continually, and it's become so familiar to you that maybe even like this person, you think it's the Lord talking to you. It's not. Jesus mm -hmm. says, my, my sheep hear my voice and they listen mm -hmm. to me. This is not the voice of the Lord. Correct. This is the voice of the enemy of the Lord. Yeah. Oh, dear Lord, thank you for telling Mark at the age of 19 to marry me so that we know that we're in a union together, um, working toward godliness and helping others in the same path. Lord, I pray that for people that hear this voice that's not from you, um, that they would be able to discern your voice over the enemy's voice. Lord, marriage is, it's a battle at times because the enemy wants to come in and divide us. So I just pray that you would give us strength and courage, that you'd give us honesty in our marriages, and that we would be able to together resist the enemy and his advances and his lies. Anything that pushes to separate us, Lord, we know that's not from you. So we pray that you would just unify these marriages and bring them together in every way, Lord. Heal places that are hurt um, and bring truth into the middle of these marriages from your word and from your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.